Well, it is our chance to take another look at Collingwood Town Council, our weekly look. Often Brian Saunderson, mayor, joins us. But today we have an awesome opportunity to have a chat with Councillor Bob Madigan. Uh, Councillor Madigan, great to have you back. Thank you very much for having me today, guys. It's good to be with the two Johns today, enjoying coffee overlooking the beautiful downtown. I might add it's delicious Mad Dog coffee, not mm-hmm. putting in a plug in there. Got to no, be careful these days. Not really. uh, <laughs> Bob Madigan, great to have you here. We I don't think we've talked to you uh, for since this new term. Uh, it, it's great to have you in here because uh, I want to ask you, how, how's it going so far? This is your second time as councillor, and uh, you know the ropes now. Uh, what's, what's the start off of this term like for you? This term's amazing. We got a lot of good people on council, and I believe we're in it for the right reasons. It's you know you you've got nine people around that table that uh, are there to serve the people of Collingwood mm. uh, and not themselves. So that's a really big change for me, uh, and an exciting change because we have uh, nine varied backgrounds um, that stem from living and growing up all over Ontario. So they bring a, a bit of a different spin to it, mm-hmm. um, rather than having just uh, a hometown council that you know, lives and breathes 1957. It's nice to see other things that are brought to the attention because they can bring, you know, things from their hometown and say, this really worked there. And I think it could work here because Collingwood is changing. Collingwood is changing dramatically, whether uh, the people of Collingwood uh, want to admit that. Um, There's a lot less of the born and raised now Mm -hmm. and a lot of the uh, new locals, not uh, old locals, but they are new. They've chosen to live here like yourself. You've adopted this town as yours and you should be proud of it. I'm totally proud of it, but I never, you know, even though I've been here 20 years, uh, I never feel like a local. Like when people go, are you local? I, I always have to preface it. Well, actually born in Scarborough, but I've been here for 20 years. But it's still there's that stigma. You're right. There is an old school network to a certain extent, but that is changing. Well, I will uh, I will anoint you a local. After, Thank you. After 20 years, you've adopted this town. I you've been be. You've been the one of the <laughs> biggest uh, uh, cheerleaders uh, in this community for the last 20 years. So now you're a local. So uh, Thank you. Bro. All right, it's official. It's I'll official. He's a local, but... Uh, John Eaton is a Collingwood person. That's John right. Sandham, you are not. Not oh, yet. Yeah, no. Not yet. Give it time. He's only 23. He doesn't even have an identity yet. <laughs> He's wearing a Blue Jay shirt. We'll give him love. Okay, that's it. Uh, Bob, uh, last term, your first term as councillor, a lot of stuff went down, one of which was um, something that we're seeing the fruits of that labor now, and that is the Collingwood Judicial Inquiry. Uh, you were right on the get-go, along with uh, uh, now Mayor Saunderson, who was deputy mayor at the time, uh, were pushing for the inquiry, were really outspoken about the fact that we need an inquiry, uh, even when people like myself might have been questioning the $2 million, probably going to be way more than that price tag. Uh, you maintained that it was important. Clearly, now that we've seen that foundation document and some of the testimony that we're hearing now, um, I have to say I changed my mind. And I will respectfully say so. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff there. Did you know that stuff going in and just couldn't say, and that's why you needed the inquiry, or did you just suspect it? Two part answer. First part: Are we streaming this so that people can see my big smile on my face? <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy to say "told you so." Um, no. So when you sit on council, uh, we we have what they're called in camera meetings. So right. we uh, there's a lot of things that we know that the public doesn't know, and and, and, and legally, normal, and legally, function for that, we're not allowed to share it. Right. So um, uh, I, I will never speak for our now Mayor Saunderson, but I will speak for myself. There was so much. Um, unknown mm-hmm. that it definitely needed to happen. And even when people told us, you know, Councillor Bob 
Bobby, uh, this is way too much money. Nothing's going to come of this. Nothing's going to happen. I stood my ground. Um, I stood steadfast and knew what we all know now. So you knew, uh, is there anything that's surprising you? Surprise is a great word. Disappointment sure, would be a, a better way to describe it. Um, I often say when I talk to people, you know, I, I really do not want to be right now. Right. I, I, I really, I, please prove me wrong. Please show that, that uh, you know, I'm not right. Uh, and I was hoping that the integrity uh, of, uh, of being elected, an elected official would, would push through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always try to believe in the best in people. And unfortunately, um, from the uh, documents, uh, it's proving that maybe uh, Mayor Saunderson and I were correct to, uh, to be the catalyst to start this push. Um, and, and unfortunately, it's the people of Collingwood, the money is spent. The money is gone. Uh, and, and I hope that we have a chance to be able to get it back. But it's the trust factor that will never leave. Mm. So people put faith in this community and its council and a, and a lot of the members and, and community leaders for 20-plus years. And those are the true people that are going to suffer from this. Is uh, They're going to feel hoodwinked. They're going to feel backstabbed. Mm. Um, and really, no matter what comes of it, uh, it's, it's going to be this council and, and forward having to um, – Get the trust back from the people of Collingwood because everybody says, oh, my gosh, all, all, all politicians are crooked. And they say that off the cuff and they joke and they laugh. Mm. Um, but, but it's hard when you, you're doing it for the right reasons and you're sitting on council and you're trying to make the right decisions and people say these offhanded things. Right. Uh, unfortunately, maybe this time it, it might be correct. But at least we're getting to the bottom of it and at least it, it is going to be uh, a chance to change. It is going to be a chance to change. Mistakes have been made, and uh, it's only a mistake if you relive it. So we're going to Mm. learn from this. We're going to be able to set precedents, hopefully uh, in Ontario, uh, if not Canada, that that other communities can look at us and say, thank you so much, Collingwood, for doing this. And now uh, we can put uh, things in place, though this cannot happen. Where we are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's leave that into uh, another uh, somewhat controversial topic, and that, of course, is the Collingwood Elvis Festival. Yes. Uh, the Collingwood uh, Council has uh, has decided to no longer run and operate the the festival after its 25th anniversary coming up. It is full on; it's going. It is going to be amazing 25th annual festival. But that's it, at least for the town of Collingwood being involved. Uh, you're a big proponent of this. Uh- you know, I, I love Elvis. Um, I, I've owned a music store for 28 years. Yeah. I grew up with like a velvet painting of Elvis in my basement. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, but the festival, everything has a shelf life, I, I find. And uh, and like many of the great things, you want to really go out on top. Mm. And, and 25 years is incredible. Like that that's just a ridiculous uh, – an amazingly ridiculous good run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to think that every year um, people continue to come out to this. But unfortunately, the demographic's changing. Mm-hmm. People are changing. Um, there's a lot more competition within festivals in Ontario. And we can't, unfortunately, we can't burden the taxpayers. That's one of the cool things sitting on council, but one of the very frustrating things is what's important to some people that they love their passion, they, they, they can't believe that everybody else doesn't love it, is <laughs> so ridiculously unimportant to others. Mm-hmm. And we serve everybody. So that being said, there's going to be people that, that just adore something 
uh, i.e. the skate park, and then uh, maybe the kids at the skate park don't have the passion and the love for Collingwood lawn bowling. So we are serving all these people. But that being said, 25 years is a great thing, and uh, VIP tickets are on sale right now for $70. Premium tickets are still available for 50 for a thrilling Saturday night semifinal for the top 30 tribute artists. Uh, they compete with an experienced panel of judges. It's going to be great. The, what, what the... What Collingwood has done in the last 25 years with the Elvis Festival is just like watching a child grow. Mm. Um, but at 25, that child is now going to move out of the house <laughs> and stand on its own. And it is the fantastic festival that we all know it is. Yep. It will be able to stand on its own. Do you, uh, would you be in favor of, because there is talk, in fact, uh, we've heard there has been an unsolicited offer to take over the festival from a private standpoint. Are you in favor of seeing that happen? That's a tough question because it's personal and then council. Uh, I I would love to see this festival continue, but not on the taxpayer's dollar. I would love to see this festival continue for a personal level. But then for a councillor level, for for somebody that we always have to think about, that we have to think about the people, we've had 25 years of hard work. Mm -hmm. We've had 25 years of uh, exciting times bringing Priscilla here, lots of people, uh, DJ Fontana. We've created some value to a festival. So we need to protect our, protect our investments because not only uh, if it moves forward, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, with a third party, uh, they still represent the town of Collingwood. Sure. So it would be like, uh, like the Seinfeld show running and then Jerry not going in the 26th season. But still right. being called Seinfeld. It's still the Collingwood Elvis Festival. It's still the Collingwood Elvis Festival. Right. It's held on our property, our grounds, our reputation. What do we own? What can, what can, we, what can we protect? Goodwill. Yeah, because yeah. someone could certainly call it the Blue Mountain Elvis Festival and, and run it in and around here. 100%, and, and we couldn't stop them from doing right. that. And we They have to cut their own deal. They would have to cut their own deal, I would assume, but that would be their their, mm-hmm. their thing to do. But if it stays in the town of Collingwood, it's still going to be the town of Collingwood's. What happens with this delay and trying to determine who's going to take it over and, and where the town's going to put their goodwill support? What happens if Aurelia or Midland, or Owen Sound cuts a, a deal right now with EPE, and we're left in the dark. Well, thanks for giving them a heads up, John. <laughs> oh, I yeah. really appreciate that. I'm not the only one I, talking about this. I, but. I, <laughs> I, I think I might take back the you're a local. Uh, you living in uh, Owen Sound well, or not, Rio, no, Midland, no. maybe? Uh, <laughs> well, that's something that we can't control. We right. can't control everything, and, and we can't rush into it. We just made the very, very hard decision to, uh, to stop publicly funding it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after doing that, we then can't micromanage where it's going to go from there. No, absolutely. Uh, I guess uh, finally, is there anything that you want to tell the audience about uh, what to look forward to for the, for the, your next term here? What's your, what's your goals? What's your objectives in the next little while? Well, I think we're just really moving in the right direction. I know this is such an old thing. I feel like John Tortorella is is horrible, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) point is, 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 Collingwood is, is, is ranked number one in just about everything uh, in Ontario, if not in Canada, of, mm-hmm. of communities to grow your small mm-hmm. business in, of uh, places to come live. It's blowing up around here. Our little beautiful town that you moved to 20 plus years yeah. ago is not the same anymore. Not even And close. it's growing a little bit too quickly for me. Um, but it's funny, people will come up and they'll say, you know, Bob, you've had a downtown business for a very long time. Yeah, I bet you you've seen a lot of change. And it's funny, for a guy that grew up here, I really don't see the change. The outlying right. areas, um, the Georgian Meadows, the creek sure. sides, I don't go hang out there. Right. We hang out downtown and the downtown still has the same heart. 
you know, the Peak FM is back here. Yeah. It went out to the highway for a while. It was downtown when I was a kid. It's back. So everything kind of comes full circle. Um, I, I think when we get through the inquiry, we're going to have a great waterfront master plan. This is going to be all key phrases that our, mm-hmm. our mayor speaks about every week. Yeah. I think we're going in the right direction. I think we're having really, really good public engagement. And uh, other than this crummy rain, we've got probably one of the most successful downtowns in Ontario. Um, we're pretty lucky to be uh, partnered up and uh, beside Blue Mountain and Wasaga Beach, so we can't really ask for any uh, a better location. And when the waterfront gets kicking, everybody's going to be able to come downtown. Well, Bob Madigan, I don't always say this, but I have to say I agree with you. Nice, nice. Well, you just didn't want to wait kind of like the inquiry thing, maybe yeah, two years later to say, on later. yeah, you flipped the coin, you did it. Uh, thank you so much. See, for, there's uh, the I told you so right there. it there. is. No, no, no. Councillor no, Bob Madigan, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Have a great day, guys. Thank you very much. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.